Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. Thursday, April 4th. It's 11 a.m. Pacific, and this is the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis, Pro Taper, and Get Thanks for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. Let's talk some Nashville. New venue this weekend. If you're from Nashville, call in. Tell me what you think. Are you excited? What's the pulse of the locals in Nashville? On Monster Energy AMA Supercross uh, showing up this weekend. It is round 14 of 17, and sweet Jesus, this thing is... Um, Winding down, man. So I uh, really appreciate you guys listening to the show. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. The Formula Helmet is out now. It is available. Dealers have it. People have it. It is lightweight. It is quiet. It fits great. It looks good. It also has the latest and greatest technology for low-speed stuff, uh, high-speed crashes, low-speed crashes. A uh, lot of science has gone into this helmet, and the folks at Fly Racing are very proud of it, and they should be, man. It... Um, it's pretty good, so uh, please check it out. Um, it, it is the latest helmet. Um, it's good to see all these helmet companies, and not just the fly guys, stepping up and really putting some new technology into helmets and trying to look at you know preventing concussions. And uh, the fly guys have done a good job of that, so please check that out. Um, also, uh, Pro Taper. Uh, we want to thank the guys at Pro Taper, Rockstar, Husky, Worldwide use Pro Taper. Geico Honda uses Pro Taper. JGR uses Pro Taper. So uh, ProTaper.com for the latest and greatest from those guys. Uh, 7.8s bar, oversized bar. The, the crossbarless bar that was invented and patented by those guys back in the day by Damon Bradshaw, who will be uh, at Nashville this weekend working for Fly. Uh, ProTaper.com, uh, please check them out. We're going to give away a set of ProTaper tie-downs, which are absolutely the best tie-downs ever. Um, they will never uh, come unhooked. They will always be your friend. They will never tangle. They will never get jacked up. They're, they're really, really good. So uh, we're going to give away a set of uh, tie-downs to somebody at 702-586-7857 that call in. Also, a set of FR5 boots from the folks at Fly Racing, the mid-level boot uh, for for the money that you spend on these, uh, for the features that you get. It, uh, it's jam-packed. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Get, get, get. Uh, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, uh, run and get products out there, uh, as well as a lot of teams are using the data loggers. Two-stroke ECUs are fantastic for, by, by these guys, and they are back in stock. They were sold out for a while, so... Um, yeah, if you're into the, the Get products, please check them out. If you want a discount from the folks at Get, email us using the contact uh, form on Pulp MX, and we can dial you in that way. Also, Maxxis, MXST tires developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. If you're in the market for a set of tires and uh, you've passed over Maxxis before, uh, double back and take a look. The MXST tires are used by AJ Canzaro. 
um, in Supercross to make main events. Uh, he's made two or three this year, so um, that they've done a good job, and you can really uh, see the performance increase from past Maxxis models with these things. McGrath is uh, doing a video that will be out soon by the folks at Monster, and in it, he's got Maxxis tires on his KX450. So, uh, yeah, thanks to those guys for coming on board. We're going to give away a set of FR5 boots, a set of Pro Taper tie downs, and uh, take your calls about Nashville, about the MXGPs if you want. We can talk some Houston Triple Crowns if you want, uh, whatever it is. Motocross season's coming up. If you want to talk about motocross, we can do that too. Jason Thomas and Paul Parabinos will be on, and maybe a special guest if I can uh, figure it out and, and he gets back to me in time. So uh, I'm Steve Mathis, of course, taking the calls, holding things down over there, coming in very early today, being very uh, early, prompt, working hard over there. Uh, the Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Hello. There you go. Is this on? I guess turned it the wrong way. Sorry. Okay. Hi, Steve. What's up? I don't know. How are you? Great. What'd you think of Houston? Um, that was the triple crown, right? Wow. They're, they're all kind of blending wow. together at this point wow. in time. Once, um, once Dunge leaves, that's it. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's just be glad I'm even. Did you still enjoy here. mountain bike action uh, show this past Monday night? Pulp MTB, as you, I got are, a very, as you are now known. a very snarky text from you that I did not like. You did? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Well, uh, yeah, you, are, you, are, you are joining the crowd of people who didn't want to hear I, about mountain bikes. I take my shots where I can, right. yes. No, I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I knew that I recognized some of the names from the guys, you know, from the past, but I didn't know exactly mm-hmm. all their history and how they're all together and at Intense and whatnot. I actually, I did think it was very cool, okay. to be honest with all you. Right. So good. Fantastic. I liked it. Thanks for coming in early and setting the tone for Travis Marks. Next week, I show up five minutes after showtime actually starts. Oh, so again, great. It's all about averages, averages, right? right. Got it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, shit. Uh, All right, let's get Jason JT on the line, uh, and we'll talk some some Nashville Supercross. Anthony, what's up, man? You want to talk about 250s pointing out? Yeah, I uh, actually had a, a thought this past week during the Pulp Show. What do you think the the chances are down the road, uh, teams going to more of a NASCAR style where they supply more of the bikes and the riders go get personal sponsors? Um, yeah, but what's it got to do with 250s pointing out? Well, I just feel like if, if it was the 450 class that you would create more rides possible. Oh, I see, I, I see. Just yeah, to get your no, honestly, um, I had a conversation with a guy like an industry guy like in 19, I want to say. 99 when did i work yeah 99 or 2000 i don't remember what it was but this guy was telling me and he's a smart guy he's still around a little bit this guy was telling me that in 10 years the oems will be gone um it'll be private team ownership it'll be um uh people uh leasing motors and leasing like just like nascar just like a nascar model right Mm -hmm. where you lease the motors and maybe honda and kawasaki sends a couple of texts to the races to help out the support teams but it's all private ownership and it's all you know done that way and i mean i'm like okay cool like uh, that'd be awesome um but it just hasn't been that way at all you you just the, the privately owned teams in the 450 class there's two of them Really, uh, yeah. Joel Gibbs and uh, and Rocky Mountain, I think, unless something else is skipping my mind. Um, and, and yeah, it just hasn't worked out. The OEMs, the manufacturers, they rule the day. They've got the biggest budgets. They've got the money, and that's that's what's going to happen. So, I'd like to see your way going because, as I've said many times, the sport is a little jacked up, and communication isn't great because the Coy Gibbs and Mitch Payton. And Mike Genova, oh, Genova is another one. Sorry, I skipped that one. So, so there's three 450 privately owned teams. Um, mm-hmm. I, the, the sport's a little jacked up because the OEMs, 
They're, they're faceless, right? There's nobody really in charge. There's nobody caring about profits. It's, it's all sunk costs. It's millions and millions of dollars sunk into the, into the racing that they don't have any chance of getting a return on, and they don't care because it's marketing for their motorcycles. But Coy Gibbs, sure. Mike Genova, Mitch Payton, Bobby Reagan, these guys, they need to make money. Forrest Butler, they got to turn a profit at the end of the year. So think about that. Think if you were you know, just a widget shop and the guy next to you, uh, you know, you're trying to compete and sell widgets and make money and, and enjoy this business. And the guy next to you just, you know, he just doesn't care. He has billions of dollars. He's sinking into widgets, you know, and he's selling his widgets for half your price or whatever. It's, it's apples to oranges as far as a team level. So to going back to your question, if we got back to that, if we ever got to that, like a NASCAR model, it'd be better for the sport in my opinion, but I don't see it happening. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, also, I, I thought the Paul show this Monday was awesome. Um, I actually worked for KTM and, and met John Eric. Oh, you and, did? Uh, just, yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's been a long time ago, but right. appreciate all you guys do. Uh, have a great show, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it was an interesting show for sure. Some some pushback on it, but you know what? Screw you people. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, making my way. Down to Nashville. How about you guys? Are you leaving today? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, sweet. Um, did you see the uh, the new f- images for the new Terminator movie? Where do you stand on Terminator movies? Uh, I'm all in on Terminator. I have not seen anything on the new Terminator. I did not know a new Terminator exists. Yep. Uh, I am not sure how many times Arnold Schwarzenegger can keep pulling this off. Uh, he's I- about 174 years old. But I'm with you. Nevertheless. I'm all in. I just tweeted that the, the last few have been god-awful, but I am sucked in. I'm all in. I will go see it. I will pay money. I will sit there and wonder how Arnold can keep pulling this off, being um, you know uh, so old. Um, but you know our buddy Regis, Regis did a lot of uh, filming for this one. So Regis uh, Philbin? Nope. Regis Harrington. Harrington. Yep. Got it. Andy. Uh, Andy no, as we know him. Cool. <laughs> you know, we are – I feel like we're all just hanging on. From 1996 to Terminator 2. This has been a 23-year... No. Terminator 2 was... On. Terminator 2 was 92, bro. You sure? Yeah. it was 96. No. Oh, okay. no. 92. Well, either way. Okay, make it 27 years. Yes. Hanging on. Because it really hasn't been much... I mean, obviously, Terminator 1 was great. And it started off, and that's why they made a Terminator 2. But Terminator 2 was really the iconic one, in my opinion. Yes. And we're all just hanging in there since then. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I'd agree with that. Do uh, you want to talk now mountain bikes for the next 45 minutes? Uh, no, I think you had that covered with uh, you know three to four and a half hours straight of uh, that on Monday. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, have you checked out the Pablo Mex, uh wrap-up show by Darkseid and his, and his guys? Uh, I have not. I Honestly, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of moto because I'm not sure if you understand, but I, I have a feeling you can, is that it's, it's taking over our life a bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, the amount of talking and writing that we do and then just BSing on text message on top of that, I don't know that I could handle much more at this point without having some sort of internal breakdown or some something going yeah. haywire in my head, which mm-hmm. many could possibly argue that's already happened. Well, if you're into the uh, wrap-up show, uh, it's up now, the new one, Pulp and Mech Show, uh, Dark Side and Marks. Marks goes on it for a little bit, so uh, please check it out, everybody. It's a show about a show. Uh, I'm with you, though, JT. I don't listen to any other Moto Podcasts. I talk about it all the time. I write about it all the time. I need to get away from it once in a while. Yeah, it's not, it's not personal. No. I just need some sort of some sort of break. <laughs> yes. I just need a break. A I agree. Uh, speaking of breaks, we're getting one because Nashville is coming up this weekend, 
Everyone is excited about this one. I think in the industry, it's always good to go to a new venue, a new city, all the time. It'll be great to go to Denver as well. Um, but uh, on top of that, Nashville is a cool city, uh, very vibrant downtown. We're not far from that in this stadium, I guess. And yeah, man, I'm stoked for this weekend. I really am. Yeah, I know you've had this one circled on your calendar and talking about how bad everyone's hangover is going to be on Sunday, which has been a, that's a comment I've heard you throw around. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited, but I guess maybe not as much as as I should be from what I'm gathering. Um, but that's kind of normal for me. By rounds, you know, we're on round 14 here. Mm-hmm. I they all just kind of blend together for me, and there's nothing more attractive right now more than sleep in my my schedule. Uh, so I don't know whether I'll be venturing out anywhere. But uh, it, it is cool. But besides that, it is cool to add new venues like this one in Denver. I'm I'm. As much excitement as I can possibly muster, that's where I'm at. Uh, okay, all right. So we'll, we'll see. I, I'm kind of a wait and see, but you could be right. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, the weather report. How how are we looking, JT? I know we got one the other day, but how how are we doing now? I think we're good. Okay, we're twenty twenty percent on Saturday. Okay, uh, it's dissipated a bit. I think we're going to get some rain overnight tonight. Okay, uh, which I don't think will affect anything. They'll they'll be ready for that. But I'm looking forward to a, a solid Saturday. I don't think we're gonna have anything to worry about. Fantastic, good to hear. Um, what's the fallout from Marvin Webb? Uh, do we see anything this weekend? Do we see? Do both guys absolutely stay away from each other because uh, Baker and KTM have talked to them? Do they have a normal race? Are they aggressive with each other and everything else? You know, it's interesting. You know, Alden posted a picture of. I saw that uh, Marvin yeah. Cooper and Zach, and and what's obviously you know it's obvious that there's that's a uh, a weighted or a leaded uh, loaded is the word I'm looking for there uh, loaded photo to me you know he's trying to put out the message that everything's fine you know we're we train as a team and it's not going to come between us and cause problems but I'm not really so sure um, I think that can be that can be calmed down during the week. But those those feelings and that frustration is just beneath the surface. And it only takes, you know, one opportunity or, or just even something that's maybe misinterpreted on, on race day or in the main event to change that. So I'm not saying anything is going to happen, but I don't I don't buy into the the uh, message that I think Alden was trying to put out uh, of, you know, we're, we're good and there's nothing to nothing to see here. So what do you think? You think there's you think there's more fireworks? Well, it, it all depends on on the situation. If Marvin doesn't get the whole shot and Cooper starts in front of him, and Marvin has to pass him, then maybe yes. But as we've seen so many times in racing, uh, it usually takes a while for a person to get an opportunity to pay someone back because there are there are twenty other riders out there, and you don't always you know what if Cooper gets the whole shot and Marvin never sees him, then you know that's kind of a dead story for another week. So. I do think something will happen. I just don't know if it's going to be necessarily this weekend. Um, I think if Marvin gets out front, I think he will win the race, um, which I think is kind of the situation every week right now. Yeah, he uh, he's 17 I, down, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't think Cooper is going to do anything stupid. Um, but, yes, I, I do think if Marvin, if the opportunity presents itself, he will take, he'll take the opportunity to, to give a little payback. You know, whether, whether Cooper is affected by that, like, say James Stewart 2009 at Vegas where Chad knocks him down, but it doesn't change anything. That's very likely too. Cooper just said, yep, go ahead. You owe me one. You can have it. Let's move on. You know, that that's very likely a situation right. too. The only caveat to that is 
you know, Cooper's a bit hot-headed, which I can relate to. I was the same way. If he takes it wrong and doesn't, you know, allow himself to to just turn the other cheek, you know, where does that go? Because we that that's very possible for Cooper's, you know, uh, temperament as well. 702-586-7857. Got a few lines open still if you want to talk about Nashville or or last weekend's Houston or or, uh, or even uh, even outdoors. It's coming up, by the way. Um, Marv's got to get – Marv can win. He's been riding – you've talked about it. I've talked about it. For the last month, Marv has been very good and maybe the fastest guy. Marv can win. He's got to get hope that Kenny gets some breaks and things happen for him, and then the good Eli shows up, right? Because if you look at Marv winning, Eli second, Kenny third, Coop fourth. Now we got some. Now we got some uh, interesting uh, stuff to talk about. Yeah, and that's kind of been my um, the backbone, I should say, of of my argument for a while. And and I know we've gone back and forth, and you've been steadfast on Web has this, and you're looking more and more to be correct. But really, the only reason I kept you know, pushing that Marvin was in this was because of that situation where generally in, in history going back, it's, it's come down to a two-man race and it's very difficult to make up double-digit points because of that, that very fact of you generally only make up three to five a weekend at most. With these guys in there now, uh, that is possible to make up, say, seven on a weekend. Um, and I, I'm not going to say likely, but you know, it's not far-fetched by any means, which is something that, you know, Marvin has to, to look at and, and focus on. You know, he doesn't have a lot of things he can hold his hat on and say, yep, we're going to make this thing happen. It's, that penalty at Seattle was pretty brutal um, as far as how this thing's going to go. But if he wants to look at one silver lining of the way he can make this happen, it's exactly that. You know, he needs Kenny to ride the way he did at Houston. He needs Eli to, to kind of figure it out and be in the mix, which they have been. But he's going to need that more times than not down the stretch because, like we said, going into Houston, it only takes one or two times here of Webb beating Marvin to, to take away that opportunity. And he's already done it once. He just did it at Houston. He, he found a way to uh, basically just negate Marvin and, and force Marvin into mistakes. And he, he eked out a three-point – you know, it's basically a six-point swing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, he doesn't need many of those types of weekends to make Vegas very, uh, very boring for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, I don't have any confidence, though, with all that's been going on with Eli and Ken, that they can both put it together at the same time. <laughs> Maybe one can, but yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know about both. You know, I, think, I think they can, but it, like I said, I think it's going to take more than one time. You know, yeah. we saw it in Seattle. Seattle should have been that perfect scenario, and, and Marvin didn't take advantage of it because of his, you know, his, his lack, of, lack of vision with the Red Cross flag. Yeah. But I do think it can happen, and over the course of the next four weekends, I think it's poss- very possible that it does. But like I said, I think for Marvin to do this, it's going to happen two or three times. I think he's going to need that that multiple occasion weekend where Marvin makes up five, mm-hmm. seven plus points because I don't think Marvin will be able to sweep Cooper over the next four. You know, I, I think Cooper will have a good night in there somewhere, even if he does back it down a little bit. Um, you're asking basically Marvin to be perfect. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big ask with this field right now. What if Osborne's in the middle and he has to choose? Well, that's interesting because, you know, we, we talked to him candidly and uh, he said, you know, he, he had a couple of opportunities to get aggressive with Cooper and he basically chose not to because of the point situation. 
And I don't think he was choosing either one. I just don't think he wanted to insert himself into the championship conversation. And I totally get that. Um, but if you're Marv, you're, you're probably like taking him out to dinner on Wednesday and saying, Hey man, you got to take that opportunity. You got to get in there. Yeah. Let's say, let's but, say, uh, let's say Osborne's leading and let's say Webb or, or Marv puts a clean pass on him for the lead. Right. Um, yep. And then the other guy's there. Does Webb, does Osborne just make it really easy for the other guy too, you know, or vice versa? Like, I just wonder that that might be something where. They could come into play. I can't see Osborne fighting both guys super hard, super gnarly. Yeah, I, tough, man. A, a win is such a conversation-changing topic, you know. Um, if it's for the win, I could see it going any possible way. I could see Osborne fighting to the death to stay in the lead. Yeah. But right. if he knows that he can't hold these guys back any longer, I don't think he's going to let one guy and fight the other. I think he would probably just move over and let them go do their thing. I think that's especially true of, say, he's in fifth and they're six, seven. So for some reason, they got a bad start. And I don't think he, we saw that last weekend. I just don't think he wants to be in the narrative whatsoever when it comes down to yeah. affecting the championship. You know, on top of that, these are his two training partners, too. So yep. there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot to it. Yeah. And teammates. No, it, it'll be interesting for sure. So, all right, let's get to some phone calls. Uh, we got. Uh... Verde on one. Verde, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, fellas. How you guys doing? We're good, man. What's going on? I just wanted to know if e- if you, either one of you guys know if um, if Eli has a training partner because he's out there in Colorado just spinning laps by himself. Yeah, he's just by himself. Uh, obviously, he had um, uh, J-Mart, you know, um, for for a while, but then now he's been hurt. So uh, they're pretty good friends. But, yeah, he's he's been by himself as far as I know, Verde. So to add to that, the reason I'm asking is, do you think that has any effect on what's going on with him like right now? I mean, he's you got the Baker factory where these guys are all yeah. doing thing together. They're competing against each other. They got someone out there to chase. Oh, kind of out there. What you know, do you? Just doing, I, it's almost I, like he's just doing practice laps. And yeah. When he gets in race time, he's dealing with with pressure and stuff and, and stuff that he's not dealing with on a weekly basis at home. I don't tend to think so. I don't think it matters. He's done a lot. Um, what do you think, JT? I don't think it can help him. I think uh, riding with really fast guys during the week is really important. Um, as to whether or not it's what's causing his issues on the weekend, I think that's a 100% mental problem that Eli's dealing with. Uh, so I don't, I don't think that his weirdo riding is caused by not riding with anyone. I think that's a mental thing, but I will say to your point that I do think his overall game and level is negatively affected by that. I don't think you can you can replicate what's going on at the Baker's factory by yourself in Colorado. I I've just done this for too long and been around it too long to think that that's possible. There's just it's an, there's no way to find that intensity that is going to be brought out by those other guys. You know, midweek the, the stopwatch just doesn't cause enough motivation there to to get that done mm, interesting all right verde thanks man yeah thank you appreciate it uh all right so yeah jt you're you're on that train and, and i get it for sure uh tony what's going on rick 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 what's up <laughs> hey not to be rude and pick up people but pingree's podcast sucks <laughs> oh come on come on come on it, it, look, the only time it was good was when Grant Langston gave his life story. Grant is great because Grant was on pulp. I'm not a fanboy. Look, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. 
but that podcast is bad. It's almost as bad as Ricky's. <laughs> I don't listen, so I can't say. Both guys are pretty open and funny, and and you know they know what they're doing. So I don't know how it could be that bad. Like they're both yeah, interesting, yeah, anyway, you know, guys. I, so. I, I I called actually specifically about hot tubs. I hear you have a hot tub problem. I've been listening. Yeah, and I have a bit of a solution, maybe a proposal. Which okay. Let me preface. Let me preface it by saying I'm not a crazy person. Okay. You know, I own a company. I'm normal. I'm not a fanboy. I don't want to eat lunch That's with what you. Crazy people say. Yeah, yeah. Crazy people never say like, "Hey, I'm crazy." They they they, they say they're not. <laughs> Good point, JT. You're a man of wisdom. But in all fairness, so this proposal. You're a four-time Manitoba champ. Yes. I'm a national champion. I'm a national champion. Next, I called on Monday. I spoke to you then. You rode. You ride an intense. I used to race an intense. Um, I used to race on Maxxis. You're riding Maxxis, but this is this is what I'm thinking. You and I'm new to moto. I've had a bike for about six months. You're you're a veteran, a pro. I'll you and I race at the track of your choosing. Three laps, winner take all. You win. I'll buy you the hot tub. And and what do I got to do if you win? If I win, you got to get Gringo in studio to host for a whole fucking show. Oh, Gringo. I've already tried with Gringo. He's not interested. I, I, I said, Gringo, come on out. Let's come out to the show. He's not. not no way. He's not. I, I don't know if he's scared of airplane travel or if he's banned from the airlines. I don't really know. But I have tried <laughs> I have tried to get Gringo uh, to come out. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of miles in my account and everything else. So, um, but, yeah, Gringo, I should ask him again. It was a while ago. But maybe maybe he'd be into it. So, no, Tony, oh, yeah. I am I am in deep negotiations with Mike Genova on his hot tub right now. So I think that this is gonna to come together, but uh, I just don't well, know I just don't know how or when. If it doesn't, let me know because I will do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd be willing to put it up and I'm looking for nothing on my side whatsoever other okay. than to uh, challenge you to right. the strength. Okay. Uh, okay. I appreciate All it, man. Right, thanks. thanks for calling. All appreciate right, it. Thank care. you. Bye, Jay. Gotta race him for a hot tub? Uh I don't think I could take his money, JT. Like, if I won, like, I'd be like, yeah, hey, cool. Now you spent all this money on a hot tub for me. <laughs> Doesn't seem like. Yeah. No, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't think there's anything to be won there. Uh, Philip, what's up? You want to talk about Marvin? Yeah, did you guys uh, happen to see? There's a, It's like a photo sequence of Marv down underneath the stadium, like, throwing his goggles, like, Full on throwing as hard as he can at the, at the ground, like no, releasing some real, yeah. real rage there. You saw that, JT? It was, yeah, it was a Vital MX picture. Okay, give, a, give those guys a shout out. But it was, yeah. a, it was a cool photo. I texted, I texted you guys about it, saying if if you doubted if Marvin was mad about this whole deal, there's pretty telling yeah. evidence there that he was pissed. I was well, like, that was he, that was awesome. I was like, it's finally good to see someone with emotion, yeah, instead of being just a freaking robot. Well, you like, you, I mean, dude, crap. he was, you know, he got the web thing. He got pushed off yeah. uh, by before the finish there by um, was that Sealy? Who was that? Dino. Uh, Dino. Dino. He he, Dino, yeah. he yeah. crashed himself earlier. Uh, you know, coming out of the sand, like he was just making mistakes. Oh, yeah. Like he was throwing it away, and, and I'm sure all of it was started because he was rattled from the the web thing. And JT, that's what I wrote this week in my column. Like outside of his move in Boston, which was dirty, by the way, on Tomac. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fuck, when's the last time Marv came out ahead in one of these uh, mano a mano battles, right? Like, I can't think of any yeah. outside of being absolutely dirty in Boston. Um, yeah. So, you know, so- I, I personally think that avoiding situations like that is the best course of action because you're always going to get payback or worry about payback. And I think, I think that's usually how Marvin approaches these things. 
the the Foxborough one was interesting. I did not expect that at all. No. Um, but yeah, we're it's yeah. it's go time. If he's going to pull anything out of you know a rabbit out of the hat as far as a move, it's it's that time. You know, I don't. I personally don't think he's going to. Yeah. I think it'll just kind of play itself out. But, but I was this, this I, is the time. I was talking to a big name rider this week about the whole thing, and and he said, dude. Webb knows Marvin is a pushover, and he will be intimidated. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. This guy races him. But um, I'm like, you really? You think so? And they're like, yeah. Like, you know, we all kind of know that you can push Marv around. And I'm like, oh, boy, okay. So there is that sort of narrative going on, too, you know, that the guys are like, yeah, I can do this to Marv. What's he going to do? You know what I mean? Well, and, so. and, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that because that guy has history on his side. But to think that Marvin doesn't know how to, I think, is naive. And go back and watch Foxborough. If you don't, if you don't think he knows how to take somebody out, yeah. you're fooling yourself. Yeah, I just think he chooses, you know, to not get into those confrontations as much as humanly possible because I, I think he truly believes in the end it's going to have a negative, negative ending at some point. So, yeah. uh, we'll see. Cool. Thanks, Philip. Yeah. Thank you, man. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Justin. Justin, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Like, well. You know, kind of to touch on the hot tub guy subject, like I don't want to blow smoke up your ass, Steve, first of all, but I'm a truck driver. I transport heavy equipment uh, during the week and ride moto on the weekends. I listen to everyone's podcast because it just gives me something to do in the cab of the truck, and nobody's on par with the Pulp Show uh, or any of your, t- you know, the content that you put out. Well, thanks. I appreciate For it. Fucks, my, I mean, well, the big thing, like Swap and a few other ones, they like they haven't got mic situations figured out and so on and so forth. So, but yeah, again, just big props on, you know, well, what you put out. I will say this in the defense. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will say this in the defense of those guys. I've been doing this for over 10 years. Yeah, talking yeah, I, like I, I, I have to be good at this. It's the ten thousand hour rule or whatever that 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 saying is. Like, like I I have to be good at this because I've spent so much fucking time behind this goddamn mic talking to you jerkies about motocross, right? So well, well, yeah, and I and it's appreciated. Just just from one yeah, thing thank you. to you know yeah. you know it's mucho appreciated. Second thing is, and, and again, JT, I don't want to poke the bear here with either of you, but oh, your boy. guys' topic on the Houston Review regarding. I agree with the both of you, and I think everyone that's a true fan should. One, the moves, the moves that both Webb and Marv put on each other was not dirty. It was racing, good racing, so much fun to watch. Right. But in JT's point, why would you do that to the guy that could take it away? Like, why would you poke that bear in that problem by going right back after him? I mean, for fuck's sake, finish right behind him and you're still doing better than it would be in the situation of trying to go as hard as he did back after him and pass him and, and possibly put himself in what this week's situation could be. I mean, I just I, – yep, you, you make points, and, and you know, you, you captured both of our points, I think. And to me, I just – it's racing, man. Like, Fuck yeah, good racing. You know, like, hey, sorry, bro. I, I You know, I, that's how you pass in supercars. That's what we do. There's nothing out of the line. And if you're going to get upset about that, boo-hoo. You know, yeah, but, but, you know, but that's so. and that's my whole that's my whole point is it's not I don't think for Marvin it's going to be boo hoo it's going to be I'm going to knock you down and potentially cost you a lot of points and maybe the championship that's that's my whole point is that yes you're not wrong in saying that it's just racing I I, I agree with that but at the same time I just feel it's never a good idea to incentivize the one person who could change everything if he just decided to say screw it. Um. All right. Um, anything else, Justin? 
No, that, I mean, that that's it, you know. I mean, really, that's my whole point yeah. when it comes to that. And I hope this weekend that it, everything comes to fruition that, <laughs> you know, we, we – we're all hoping for. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. Hey, Justin, uh, let me uh, let me give you a set of those uh, FR5 boots from Fly Racing. You want a set? Oh, right on, man. Yeah, that, that's awesome. They're, Thank they're, you. It's a great. It's a mid-level boot. It's brand new from these guys. Well, not brand new, but it's new for these guys, and uh, and they put a lot of work into it. And for what the price point uh, that you pay for these things, they've got a ton of features. So uh, stay on hold, and uh, Tits will get your information. All right, man. All right, man. Thanks a lot, cool. guys. Again, Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. Bye. Thank you. I mean, JT, if you come in and just talk about how great my podcasts are, I'm going to give you a set of boots, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I. You know, it's funny they're talking about the other shows out there. Yeah. I I have which we already talked about. I haven't listened to anybody's show yet, but it, it it's surprising to me that anybody would say those shows aren't good because I think those guys are super talented. So it's yeah. I have zero. Zero to go on because I haven't listened to anything, but that's surprising. And and they could just be, you know, trying to pump you up. Who knows? Wow, well, he got a free, he, he got a free pair of boots out of the deal, so it, it, <laughs> right. it worked right. Uh, all right, let's go to a few more calls. Paul Perbrino's coming up here on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show, presented by Get Pro Taper and Maxis. Uh, first up is uh, David. What's up? You want to talk about Moto Concepts? Uh, what? <laughs> what's up? Hey, uh, I want to say props on your show Monday night for the MTB Hour. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. My girlfriend are uh, big mountain bikers, and now she wants an intense bike. And she oh. is a fangirl of the show, of anything you guys put out. So I wanted to throw that out there. Well, Je- so thanks I, a lot for probably like, costing me seven grand. Yeah, no problem. Use the pulp code when you're doing it. But honestly, I don't know that much about mountain biking. I, I think I know that. I think I know that I don't know that much about it. But Jeff Steber, the owner, like the guy's a legend in mountain biking, you know, and he was here. Oh, yeah. and, and, and like, I'm going to talk to a guy like that, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah, they support your show, support the sport, and then you got people shitting on your show. It's like, well, the yeah, uh, it's kind of defeating the purpose. You need if you want to put out free content to people, you have to get paid somewhere. I mean, just fast really forward it if you didn't like it. But I thought it was interesting. It, John Eric Burleson had a cool story, you know. So okay. Any, anyways, what's up? Anyway, you guys, uh, who I don't really care about Supercross anymore since you announced your uh, comeback to the Nationals. Thank you. It's yes. Kind of, uh, you're going to break the internet. I, I'm managing uh, Chris the, uh, Kiefer, I yeah. I just have a, I have a question for you and JT. Yes. Um, are you going to do a uh, fly moto pit show uh, at these two nationals? No. Uh, no, we, no, we're not. Right, JT? Uh, no, we're no, not. No. no. Yep. So, uh, nope, not, not doing it at the nationals. Just uh, Supercross 5 o'clock this weekend. Uh, we'll be in the pits doing the live show. Brayton will be there. Oh. Myself, JT, Weege. So. Oh, the Supercross is still going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're just we're just thinking about the Nationals. Like, yeah, come on, bro. It's like a you're gonna that want to see you back in the back in the game, dude. I I will be busy too. I'll be too busy managing to do any sort of janky pitch show. Believe me, I got my hands full trying to get Kiefer into the top ten. So how how old is Kiefer? Forty one. Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Don't worry. We we got this. We got no problem. Oh, it'll be fun. I said, rethink the hey, JT's fly is sponsors the Nationals. You have to have something set up on Facebook Live for us to look at. All right, we can, yeah, we, we can we can work on that. Uh, thanks, man. JT JT can bring his fresh haircut and be on film. <sighs> I don't know if he's going. To, JT, you going to Hangtown or Paula? As of right now, no. This uh, this whole keeper thing has me rethinking at least Hangtown, but we <laughs> shall see. All right, there we go. Thanks, <laughs> well, man. Cool. Well, hopefully, hopefully I see you guys there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks uh, oh, by the way, we might be doing a live show at Works Connection on Friday. I'll let people know. Um, 
what's going on with that? Um, uh, on Friday night before hang down. By the way, uh, uh, JT Barsha and Josh Grant are both in this weekend for Yamaha. So uh, I checked out. Oh, really? I checked okay. on that. Yep. Yeah. So they're both going to be there for Yamaha. It hasn't been going well. Uh, Houston didn't go well. That's for sure. And JG's return hasn't been hasn't been great. But I, he's got to get better here shortly, I would think. So, um, all right, we got Paul Paul Parabino's coming up here shortly. Let's take a few more calls for uh, for Jason Thomas here from Fly Racing. Brian, what's up, man? Uh, yes, I have a, a question about bike setup. It's always talked about and. Being a former factory mechanic, I want to know how finicky are they actually? Like, does something so little as the the chain adjuster being all the way back throw them off? Um, I don't know about throw them off, but little things like that do make a difference on the bike. Uh, JT and I will argue to the death on how much of a difference and <laughs> and how much all that. But I mean, yeah, all that stuff matters. Like, I've I've been with riders. We've changed the thickness of motor mounts and and not told them. And not mention it, and all three guys came in with, or two guys or whatever, came back in with the same feedback as far as changing five millimeters of thickness on a motor mount. You know, okay. so, so like, so these guys the can tell change, stuff. If the chain stretched and you just do your typical adjustment, like, would they even notice that at the end of the day, or not? Not on a chain there? stretch. No, no. The the the, the wheels the, the wheelbase is set before the race. You know, to a certain to whatever they want. Um, every race, it's the same. You know, same number of teeth sprocket and same position basically. And then the ch- chain stretch stuff is accounted for. And I, I haven't had anybody notice that kind of change as far as a chain stretch. Yeah. You know, but, okay. but I mean, but if you go ten millimeters back, that's a big difference. They'll notice that. Okay. Yeah, that's all I want. Okay. Know. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Uh, yeah, JT, and, and and you were a racer that you probably weren't the greatest tester. So, but I mean, you little things on bikes make a big difference at times for guys. Yeah, I mean, moving the chain like like the caller said. I mean, that affects the sag. It affects the wheel base length. So it's probably not going to turn as good, but it's going to add stability. Um, so yeah, and it, it all, all that stuff depends on how how picky you are. You yep. know, too. For me, I knew I could feel what it was doing, but I kind of sometimes didn't even care. Um, but yeah, it's noticeable when you when you spend that much time on a motorcycle. Almost yeah. like you were saying, how much time you spend behind a, a microphone. Mm-hmm. The body, the bike becomes an extension of your body. You just feel all these little things. And for me, I kind of almost didn't care. Sometimes it's just you just adapt to it. But some yeah. of these guys, you know, they it just gets in their head, and then they can't even hardly ride. I've told this story before, and I, I don't want to give them credit, but uh, Tim Ferry. One day, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I didn't set his forks right, or I set him off an older, older spec. We had made a change, and I didn't write down the spec change, or I don't remember. So I built the bike to an older spec, and it was two millimeters off on the forks. And he came back in and said, hey, my forks, where are they at? And I told him, and he's like, no, remember we went back or up or whatever we did? And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, I could tell. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. You can't. And he's like, no, dude, I can tell. I can tell. You know what's funny for, you know what's funny for me is I could tell a lot of times, but – you know, sometimes like with the chain, it would be stretching, and that, so I'd just have to run it back. Well, I didn't have a new chain to put on, so I would just have to adapt to it and get used yeah, to it. Right. And even if I didn't like it, it was just like I'm just going to ride it this way because this is the only chain I got. Yeah. And I can't adjust it anymore. So yeah. this is what we're this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Right. Exactly. Uh, before we let you go, uh, Caleb, what's up, man? You want to talk about uh, John Gallagher? Yeah. So my question is: is uh, what do you think Gallagher rules if uh, Moosecan does to Webb what Bowers did to Barsha? Well, it's not a DQ, that's for sure. Yeah. It's not a DQ, yeah, that's for sure. Now, well, yeah, and so, 
here's, well, here's an interesting thing. So I'm writing a story for Racer X uh, on sort of some penalty stuff and everything else. And I spoke to Meg Pelletier from the AMA, and he didn't tell me what it was, but he said there were things that happened that people don't know about that caused Tyler to get DQ'd. Now, okay. I don't know what it was, and I asked Tyler on the show m- multiple times, like, what else happened here? And he told us nothing, 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 over and over. If you listen to the show, you, you can remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and so Mike Palatier is like, well, we're, that's not the whole story. So now I'm sitting here going, well, did Bowers lie? What's, what is, like, what's going, like, so I don't know, man, you know, because that DQ was very harsh. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think Marv gets disqualified, right, JT? No, I think it would be more of a five seconds or two spots or something. There's To me, there's no way they're going to DQ a guy in the middle of the night before we've even gotten to the main event when they're in the championship contention. I just don't think that's possible. You know, barring him fist fighting in the middle of the track or doing something like that, you know. Yeah. But the same move, I I personally don't see it, and I know that's not fair. And, it, and Tyler Bowers would have every reason in the world to, you know, jump up on the rooftop and, and scream about it. But that's just how the world works sometimes. I, I don't think that would happen. Yeah. Yeah, it, there, is, there is a bit of a different standard. There is. Um, yeah. And, and then that's kind of what I thought yeah. was that, you know, if two guys that are in the championship hunt are, you know, yeah. they go at it, something but, like that occurs, they're going to make a difference. But like I said, like the, the guy told me that Bowers more to the story than what Bowers, just Bowers did, and I'm like, okay, well, what? And he wouldn't tell me, and I'm okay. So now we're back. So I, I don't know anymore. Interesting. So, uh, right. th- thank you. If you if if that decision was about to come down, I just have a feeling that once somebody involved at a high level would be like, uh, you're going to do what? You're going to effectively end the championship tonight? The hell you are! <laughs> I just I don't think that would ever yeah. ever be allowed to fly. Yeah, and that's prob- not, I'm not saying that's even okay. I'm just saying yeah. I, that's how. You know, that's how this stuff goes. Uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. The Formula Helmet is out now. The Pulpamex Fly Racing t-shirts are also back in stock, everybody. So if you want to check, check that out, it's on the on the website. So, um, And, uh, yeah, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, JT. All right, guys. See you. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Let's go into our, our uh, next guest on the show, flyracing.com, protaper.com, getdata.it, and, of course, maxes.com all on board with us and a lot of phone calls still from you people. And uh, let's get right into it. Paul, what's up? Paul Parbinos, how are you, man? What's up, Steve? I'm good. I'm just fantastic. What, uh, uh, you're excited to be back in America? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I really, I enjoy traveling to Europe because I, I learn a lot over there just business-wise, and um, and I just, I, I enjoy exploring new cities and finding new places to eat and, and kind of learning new cultures and whatnot and new markets for work, what what have you. But, um, yep. but yeah, I, I thought it was a good trip, but, um, but yeah, happy to be back. It was a bit of a long one. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, all right, let's get into this. So Nashville this weekend, uh, new venue. Um, what's your take on the whole Marv uh, Coop thing? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't have a ton of opinion on it, I guess. I mean, uh, it, it – I, I think we are bound to get to this point. I mean, with two guys under the truck and, and and with what Cooper did early in the season and becoming a race winner and becoming a title contender, like, Coop's just not going to go away by any means. And I think, you know, he's still my favorite and my guy to see this through. But I didn't have a problem with what happened on um, Saturday night. You know, Marvin obviously made two, 
you know, made contact, I think, in two corners on the first lap, and that just flipped the switch in Cooper's head, and mm-hmm. he went after him. And I don't think Cooper did anything wrong by, yep. at all. He just he aggressively passed him and, and wouldn't take no for an answer. Like, you can't push Cooper around. Like, he's going to – he'll push back, and he's good at figuring out, and he did it very, very cleanly, I thought. Yeah, I just thought it was racing, and I know Marv was pissed off, and maybe Alden and KTM talked to both guys, but I'm like, when when do we just – just accept racing for what it is and not freak out. You know, I understand that that it, the optics aren't good, but if you if you change the color of the bikes and made this round four and made that Cooper Webb on on uh, Joey Savacci, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, we're getting down to the wire here. It's just kind of like the playoffs, so you kind of got to let them play, I think. But but um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Cooper is aggressive, and Marv did something that really pissed him off but i mean he passed him aggressively and got in front of him but he didn't yeah it, it wasn't filthy and dirty or, or yeah dangerous or anything so yeah. yeah whatever yeah uh so this is a non-issue for you i'm, I'm getting so yeah yeah I, yeah I'm different. <laughs> we're moving on uh hey uh, josh yeah. grant stepped in for uh for aaron plessinger there two races down hasn't been nearly as good as i mean obviously look he hasn't been racing i get it but he's josh grant he's gnarly uh you know he's he's a great rider I'm surprised that kind of it's. I mean, I don't want to you know make a judgment because give him some more time, but it's not been good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it, it's getting harder and harder, you know. So he's he's found his way to a fill-in ride later and later. Um, he's also aging every year, so it's getting harder and harder. And 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 you know, I think I think I still think he has it in him, and he would, and he still can be kind of the Josh Grant we're used to seeing, but I think it's just hard coming in at round whatever. He, I don't know, what was it, 14 or something? Or, um, I think that's very hard, especially when these guys are racing week mm-hmm. in and week out. That's tough. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not good, but in Yamaha's defense, who who else do you get that's better? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, right? Yeah, you, you, yeah, you got a point there. So, um, All right, so does Roxon win before the end of the year? Supercross? No. No? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but right. it just seems that, I don't know, uh, Honda globally just can't seem to win at all anywhere. Um, so, uh, and, man, it's been... It's not for lack of trying. Because, <laughs> yeah, not for lack of trying or spending money or anything, but, I mean, man, it's got to be eating at Kenny because he's been as close as you can get multiple times. Yeah. But, um, but I, I just... No, I don't. I, you know, I guess if I can see him winning one race, I could see it being Vegas. Okay. Just because um, that is full on title, you know, seal the deal type thing. So there'll be guys with different agendas. Um, if Marv is in a situation where he has to win, then maybe not because Marv will be very, very tough to beat. I think when you know when that's going on. So, um, but I don't know, man. It, it's hard to say. Like I'd love, I'd like to see him win. Obviously, I, that's a really good story, and and he's a good person, and and um, that'd be cool. But I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I think, um, I think it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say no. Any idea uh, what Tomac was doing at the finish line at the first uh, main event there with Marv? <laughs> Any idea, Paul? Um, no, I mean, uh, I guess just to reference, I guess my own experience. The only thing I can think of is that he's just he was just aching with arm pump, and he was struggling to get to the end of the race. And and I've done that to where like you know you're you're done. You don't want to. You know, so maybe like you know, it's it's it's. I've had it so bad to where it's like, oh, I'm not even gonna jump this jump because I'll whip <laughs> you off the thing, or or when I land or uh-huh. something because it's so bad. 
But that, uh, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I can't draw any other conclusion besides that. It was just, that was odd. Any idea what's going on with Eli Tomac's season, Paul? Would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, sure don't. Um, all what? I know is it's that's just kind of become normality with him, but it's uh, it's gotten even harder to predict. And, and, but, and I think we're all puzzled because we – Eli is just this premier guy that's won a lot of time, so many races and championships, and and these type of weirdo things really don't happen to a guy at that level. So that's why it's puzzling for us. But mm-hmm. but he's still human, and and um, there's got to be just something going on. Just any other kind of things that normal guys deal with, he's got to be dealing with something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get to some phone calls here for Paul Parabinos from Pro Taper. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, uh, Honda, Geyser, <laughs> he sends it, dude. Oh. He sends it. Man, he was he was he was awesome to watch at Matterly Basin because he just had speed that day. And I mean he does fully, fully send it. He really reminds me of Stu sometimes uh-huh. just because he'll just he'll send it with no abandon, no I mean, he was pulling away from Tony in the first moto and, and sent it through this this area of ruts and the rear wheel got a little light and he got cross rutted and he ate shit so hard. <laughs> um but I mean that's what that's what he does yeah. this weekend. They crashed it he crashed at uh Volgensward as well and he definitely wasn't as on the pace there but but um yeah. but yeah, yeah. It, watching those guys I mean it's uh Tony Tony's just so smart and he just let he let Tim go that that day at Matterly like and he got lucky I'd say and Tim crashed but right. Tony sees the long term picture here and I think he's already acting a bit differently now that Jeffrey's out for a while and won't be back till maybe five or so. So yeah. that guy's just an all-time all time championship guy. All right. Uh, Juanito, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, welcome to the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Thank you. I hope the wind noise isn't bad. I'm not in a submarine, but I am on top of a roof here. Okay. Sounds okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say I really thought your Moto concept, uh, or what is it called, the, your management position was a April Fool's joke? Oh, no, no. It is not. I'm finally realizing it's not, and I thought that Villapoto's return for the first couple nationals was not an April Fool's joke. Oh, come on, Juanito. I know. I fell for it. <laughs> okay. Well, no, we're. I am managing Chris Key for the first two nationals for the Bullfrog Honda MCR Honda team, and uh, we're going straight to the top. Sounds like it. Yep. Um, and then my, my second thing was... Uh, you know, over the years, is the Supercross ratings going up? Um, you know what? I, I don't think they're really going up. I don't think they're really going down. I think they've stayed pretty stagnant. I did a I did a story on com last year with a guy that uh, does TV ratings for a living for different... Yeah, I, I remember something about that. Yeah, and, and so he went back for a few years and looked at him, and pretty stagnant, man. Uh, now, obviously, we're on the new channel this year, NBC Sports, so uh, we need to see those ratings, but I, I mean, I'm guessing they, they'd be the same. We are, we are just who we are, as I've said over and over. Yeah. Uh, last thing, real quick. I'm 33, and I don't know what happened recently, but all of a sudden, I'm getting fearful of you know getting hurt, and I, I'm, I'm not as motivated to ride anymore. Have you ever gone through a thing like that where you just lost interest? mostly because you were scared of getting hurt mm. and paul same question to you yeah more or less t- paul can answer this more than me because i took a long break without riding but paul i don't think you ever have from even turning pro into uh you know into now and that wasn't yeah, seizure I mean, break I didn't have... have anything to do with fear of getting hurt no no just too busy didn't want to ride i was too busy working on dirt gotcha. bikes so yeah yeah i mean for me the last time i rode i think was um at at Glendale in January, so I haven't rode in a bit either, and I haven't really wanted to ride very much either. But it's not for lack of um, fear, I think, of fear of getting hurt. But um, but it, I think, you just have to be respectful of when you do take off times like that, and and 
and then you go back to riding the first time, and if that's present in your head, um, you got to be really cautious yourself because just yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really deal with that when I ride. Like I never think of worrying about getting hurt. I, yeah, I'm just kind of how I live my life. So I think you can get hurt crossing the street, or you know, I can something could happen tonight. You never know, so I don't worry about that. But uh, I don't, I don't know if I have any good advice to, for you on how to not worry about it either, though. Um, yeah, it, it's one of those things for sure. Um, I, uh, I definitely don't, I don't jump anything near what what I would used to or I look at things now and I'm just like come on man and I just don't want to do it's it it's not worth it I don't want to do it yeah I, I'm over it yeah. uh, I'm not getting a medal I'm not getting a factory ride Paul is ultra competitive so he, he's the opposite guy of me but um, it is frustrating a little bit for sure at times so yeah um, hey man do you want a set of uh, pro taper tie downs yeah man that would be awesome these are the, these are the best tie downs in the history of the world Awesome. I'm definitely ready for a new pair. Okay. Stay on hold, man. We'll, uh, thank we'll get you so much for your time, guys. Yep. Thank you. Stay on hold. We'll get those to you. Pro Taper tie downs. Absolutely. Uh, amazing. Uh, pair of being. So you see Michael Lindsay from, uh, Vital MX won a pair from Pulp MX Fantasy. Yeah. That's cool. I like, I like when we see that our fantasy players are getting their prizes and they're excited about it. that. Uh, I like that part. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to, what do we got here? Oh, Dark Side's on three. Dark Side, uh, how'd the Pulp MX wrap up show go for you? This week, uh, we're good. Last night, man, uh, yeah, we're good. Skippy and uh, Dune Goon came on, and we we talked about the Monday show for about an hour. Okay, did did Dune Goon? Did he throw me under the bus, or did he talk some shit on me? Do I need to do I need to find not, him? Well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. You got to listen. Okay. Listen. Damn it. Yeah, listen. Listen, you got to go find out. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, what's up, man? So hey, uh, Nashville this weekend. We're on the road on the way up there. Uh, we going to go find a Van Halen cover band tomorrow night, or what? That'd be sweet. They got. I don't yeah. know if Nashville is the town for Halen, though. Seems like it's. Dude, there's a lot of rock bands up there now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm actually traveling up with a. Well, I got my friend that she's doing makeup the mud this weekend. She'll be up there, and my buddy, the drummer, is coming with me. But yeah, there's a lot of rock bands, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go look for a Van Halen cover band. Sweet. Let me know how it goes, bro. Okay. All See right. you tomorrow. See you, man. Bye. For Saturday. Uh, Van Halen cover band in Nashville? I don't know. I don't know about that. You guys will have fun in Nashville, though. I bet that's going to be a good one to go to. Yeah. No one could confirm to me that um, Kristen Cavallari was going to be actually at the race, so I've decided not to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't get this Cavallari hype. I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't I don't know. I don't you really know anything know. about her. You look at her? I've looked at her. She's hot, but, I mean, yeah, hottest that's chick ever? I don't know about that, but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right up there. Yeah. I okay. Think so. All right. Fantastic. Let's go to uh, <laughs> let's go to a few more calls before we wrap this thing up. Uh, AJ's on five. AJ, what's up? What's your question for Paul Parabinos? Hey. So obviously we know like uh, Josh Grant hasn't had a super awesome performance thus far. Why did they choose to go with Grant instead of putting someone like uh, Blows or Merriman or even Starling guys that aren't in the two fifty championship hunt necessarily? But you know they're going to send it to the main. I mean, Blows yeah, but made dude, how many four fifty mains this a- year? AJ, they got rides. They got, well, yeah, but I mean, they're on a Yamaha. Why would they not bring them up? They're actually on a Husk of, Husk of Arnis. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, yeah my bad. Uh, uh, you'll be all right. But, well, I, mean, it, it, I mean, yeah. What, I mean, any of the star guys, you know, um, that are already on Yamahas, they could have brought them up or, or no, I guess, any one of those dudes. I'm not going to do that. Come on. But I mean, Grant, he, I mean, he hasn't made a major. to do that now with the, how the schedule goes. You know, we're west, east, west, east. It's jumping back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think that. Yamaha looked at it as the most turnkey guy. They can get off the couch, uh, pay him something, no conflicts, no sponsor conflicts. They can, I mean, they made it happen pretty quick, right? Like within yeah. a week. Yeah. 
So do you think they're regretting that at all this far? No, no, they're not regretting it. It's still still early. JG's got all JG's right. a name, anyways. Thanks, AJ. JG's got a name, anyways. You know, um, people like yeah. him. Uh, Taco Tom, what's up? Yo, what's up? Hey, I was uh, watching MXGP the other day, and I noticed Emic was commentating. Have you guys checked that out? I have not watched them. Um, I saw highlights. Uh, I saw Geyser's crash. I saw some highlights that put together in the video, but I, I haven't watched it as far as that goes. But but, but yeah, uh, Emig, uh, you know, he's buddies with Malin. Um, he's done a bunch of MXGNs and stuff. So um, yeah, I haven't watched. He was, it. Um, he was at he was at Matterly announcing Stephen. There was also like a Fox like a Fox radio show like uh, live from the pits that he was he was hosting as well. Oh okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah I, no, I haven't seen a Taco Tom. Because I was watching uh, that 2013 Supercross where they had Ricky, Ralph, and Emic. I'm like, just give me that back. That was way better than what we have right now. Yeah. So well. Um, kinda, oh, I'm sorry. No, I just they didn't. I don't know. I think I think the the big people in charge didn't want didn't want Jeff involved anymore. Didn't you know thought it was time and and everything right. else. So. Uh, but Ricky, say, Ricky is taking a beating. Do you think it's, oh, I know. Do you think now that they switch networks, do you think it's uh, part of the producer's fault for the way the show is being broadcasted right now? Because it's kind of falling along the lines of what's happened to NASCAR, not keeping up to date with how they're announcing and running the races. And now they're, the fallout is like really hitting them hard now. Hmm. And I, I feel like Taco Tom, it hasn't been great, I'll, I'll give you that, but I feel like people do like to bitch about the TV show, no matter what. Right. Like you could have, like, Jesus and, and, and um, you know, Gandhi in the booth, and people would be bitching about it. So um, that's, a, that's a little bit of a pastime of people in our sport, you know? So, um, right. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. It. I mean, I hope Ricky gets better. That's all I got to say. So, <laughs> all right. Cool. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks, Appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's not an easy job. There's no doubt about that, Paul, but it's been rough. Uh, for for yeah, our I don't I don't know that I wa- would want it. You're under the microscope, and now today with social media, everyone everyone feels the need to give their opinion and nitpick what he's doing. So yep. I, I'm not bothered by it. But I mean, this weekend he called Chris Blos Michael Blos. Like you got to be better than that. You got to you got to be better than that. I didn't catch that. Even yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, yeah. Hey, I, I think okay. if you just you said it before, if you just study your study your facts, I think that's the yeah. biggest thing you can do. Put in homework, man. That's it. You got to really bear down and, and put in homework, and then. You know, if you go around and talk to people in the pits, they would love to talk to you because of who you are and your job. So it's really easy. Like, if I go snooping around, people are like, oh, this fucking math is fuck off. You know what I mean? But <laughs> if Carmichael comes around, they're like, oh, the TV guy, it's RC. Like, I can, this can help me, right? So it, people want to talk to you, you know? So um, before we go, Paul on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Get, Maxis, and Pro Taper. 250 class. We haven't even talked, I didn't even talk about it with JT either. Uh, Austin Forkner. Does he go undefeated undefeated in two fifty East only races? Um, man, I I, I kind of think yeah. I kind of think I I kind of think he does. Just um, he's gotten the ball rolling this far so good for so you know. I I think um, I think he can continue to snowball. Yeah, he's just everything yep. everything's going well for him. So yeah. Um, so, yeah. and if he doesn't win, does Cooper get it? Does Sexton get it? Amart, Marty. Um. Hard to say. Like, I really, I, I think maybe I've switched a little bit, and I think maybe Justin Cooper has has a better chance with a really good start. And Sexton starts have been 
have been better. I'll give him that. He's been in the in the mix before, and um, but he's made some uncharacteristic mistakes, I think, too, that um, that I didn't expect from him. So maybe, uh, but but he has consistently beat Cooper. So I don't know who. It's a toss up, but I would think something something would have to happen—a a crash or a get together, or some bad starts, or something. Hopefully, and hopefully we get that as fans to get a watch an exciting race. But I think you're right that it would the next win would come from either Sexton or Cooper. Yeah, I, I gotta be right. Um, where do you stand on this Marty Amart bet? We're like only. What's the points right now? Where, how are oh, you guys doing, dude? It, well, we had a rough one uh, in uh, in Atlanta, but uh, two points. Amar Amar up by two points. Wow, I love how close it is. Um, oh, dude, it's crazy how uh, how this has worked out. I th- I mean, I think you're in a good spot. Uh, it, it's tough. They're they're. It's crazy how similar they both kind of are this year. They both making mistakes and. I thought I think Amart's speed is better than I thought. Well, Marty's speed isn't as good th- as I thought. This is what's crazy is Amart has Marty covered in speed, but Marty's being more consistent. <laughs> it's yeah, it's totally opposite, right? Yeah. What you would expect. So, uh, I don't know. I I mean, for your sake, I think uh, it'd be cool if Amart won, so you can hold. Uh, make sure Mitch has to get up to your place in Vegas. I think that'd be cool. But uh, and. Um, but if you want to clean the floors at, at PC, I can give you some tips because I've, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, you've done it just, <laughs> just a few times. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. You think if if I do win the bet, Peyton Peyton will come uh, come through, right? Uh, yeah, it, I don't think it'll be immediate. It, it yeah. might take him a year or so to pay off, but I think he will come <laughs> he, through. He yeah. will do it eventually. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, yeah. Paul, thank you for your time on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Uh, ProTaper.com, everybody, please check it out when you're looking in the market for some sprockets, uh, chains, bars, uh, many other things from the folks at ProTaper. Um, please check them out. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR. So uh, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. All right. Have fun. See you. All right. Thanks. That's Paul Parabinos, and that's the show for tonight, today. Thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to Git. Thanks to Maxis. Thanks to ProTaper, Parabinos, JT. Your calls also. Thank you. Tits. Yo. Stellar, stellar job over there. I'm glad you liked it. Except for when you forgot to give the boots to the guy. Yep, missed that one. Yep. That'll be a fine. Okay. All right, see everybody next week. Thanks for listening.